On this episode, Rasputin and I continue with the board game theme, and this time we're talking about big box games. Yeah, these games are huge. Anyway, some examples of what we're talking about are Sid Meier's Civilization, 2002 edition, Twilight Imperium, 4th edition, Cthulhu Wars, Descent, and a couple of other games, such as Risk, Ogre Designer Edition, and that game that I couldn't think of the name of. Spoiler alert, it's Kingdom Death Monster. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you! I was over here, minding my own business, when suddenly... An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Lost it. Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. And no, now go away, or I shall taunt you a second time. Hello, we're back. Uh, what is, oh God, <laughs> what is this episode? 15? Uh, no, I, not 15. Uh, 16. 16, 16 yes. 16, Season yes. two, episode four, running count 16. I don't remember. But anyway, this is Let the Dice Roll, as rest of their introduction without being distracted this time, hopefully. And uh, I guess my co-host, Banjo? Yes, sorry. I was totally (laughs) zoning out trying to think of the stupid-ass calendar increments. (laughs) Yeah, which is is not today's discussion of today's episode. At least I don't believe so. No, 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 no. Well, big things is definitely a discussion of the big episode. Like big, long board games. Yes. Yes, and speaking of ancient civilizations, I think that's what I would like to start with that because that's kind of how uh, that's kind of how we got on the topic. Actually, um, well, we're talking about big board games because they seem to be fairly prevalent, or at least they're growing. <laughs> well, games that takes three to four hours or more to play. Yeah. The ones that you don't play as often, but you take a day to play them. Right. Yeah, it's not just, hey, let's have a round of Monopoly. Well, (laughs) let me stop myself there. Monopoly could, start to finish, take a while. Yeah. But normally, you play Monopoly. You can pick up Monopoly, get it going, and then stop when you're bored. Yes. I think I've played probably one game of Monopoly to completion. No, jeez. As in completion where all players but one person had run out of money. And I don't remember who that was or any of the details. It was just like, man, this took forever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it was really weird. Um, But anyway. Yes. So, so we're talking about these other big games that people may have seen on their uh, shelves at, at the local gaming store. Yeah, and you probably don't pay much attention to them because, by and large, they're like 60 70 bucks, 
sometimes. And and the boxes are huge. Yeah, they take up a lot of room. <laughs> yes. Um, we kind of, like I said, we kind of alluded to civilization. Why don't we start there? Because I think that was the first yeah, big was- board game. Big box. Long it was my game, first yeah. big box. Uh, I take it back. Second big box board game. Oh, okay. Um, I thought. No, I we had one. It had like a Jumanji style jungle theme. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't quite the same size as Civilization turned out to be. I can't. I, I can't think of the name of it right now. It's gonna oh. bug me, but it was something again. It sounded something like Jumanji. There was a, like a jungle archaeology theme to it. It was actually kind of a cool game, but it was one of those ones. It's like we somehow acquired it as like a family board game, oh. and it ended up being ridiculously complicated for like a family game night. So we're like, yeah, okay, never mind. Um, and then we just kind of like tucked it away. <laughs> oh, okay. We might have actually give, donated it during one of our mini cleanouts, um, but yes. So, so civilization. Civilization is the first one I purchased because I'm, I remember as a Ute playing Civilization on the PC. Yeah, uh, yeah Civilization version four on PC, and I'm like, oh man, this is so cool. So we got the board game, and I I know that you and several of our Mutual friends were like, oh my god, Civilization, I love that game. <laughs> and we tried playing oh, yeah. once. We did. It was, we only, it ended up we only played a two-player game. Or did we actually play a three-player game? I think we had, in one game we had three or four people. And it was, you and I played at least once to figure out what the heck the rules were. Because yeah, the size of the it was a massive yeah. rule book. The board was massive, and it probably took us, yeah. what, 40 minutes to set everything up and sort yeah. out all the pieces, and there was yeah. still a whole lot. Too many pieces. Yeah. And a lot of the pieces were kind of generic. It was like that yeah. be- tan, beigey color, and oh, we're yeah. supposed to have, like, flag bearers for, oh, this is your army, but... yep. By the time you started battling, yeah, okay, great. You have, you have a flag bearer for your little pile of figures, but at the same time, when they're mashed together, you don't really know who's got what. <laughs> if I can remember correctly how the rule set works, you still get the figures in the territory you're attacking from. In that previous territory, you only move them over if the other territory is empty from the opposing figures, if I can remember correctly. I don't remember. I don't know. That's that. You know, let's go with that because <laughs> that sounds like that sounds about right. That Better could also that could also people. just be a risk holdover. Holdover. That too, since risk you have your own. Each player has their yes. own set of colored. Yes, your own set of colored yeah. minis. Are they really minis? I think they're game pieces. I would go with game pieces. Well, if you're talking about the original Risk, there were just, uh, the Risk, one Risk version I had was there were actually, like, Roman numerals. And yeah, the, that's the version I have, too. That's one of those other long board games that play every Yeah, but that, that's a long board game, not a big box board game. Big box board game, Civilization. So, you have a massive map. <laughs> yeah. 
probably poster size. Oh, easily. I don't know. Easily it was size, it was yeah. for for our US compatriots, it was probably like a meter long and maybe two feet wide. Yeah. Uh wow. They wasted for uh, US? Nice Imperial and for Imperial you. and uh, uh Real, uh, oh <laughs> yeah, it was about three sure. foot by two foot, or a meter and two hundred centimeters. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> something like that. You know, we were talking about that at work the other day too. Like, why is the U.S. and two other countries the only people, the only people in the world that still use imperial system or don't use metric? I'm like, why? Just I get rid of that crap. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Oh, well. Civilization. Um. I think basically, like all each player probably has what like a hundred different pieces to put on the board at some point, and easily, easily. like there's uh, dozens and dozens of territories, and each territory oh, yeah. has randomly assigned resources like oil, gold, and all this other stuff. So you just like. F- basically, take a handful of tokens, throw them on the board flip them all over so you can't see what the resources are and then you go around oh, yeah. mining them and it just like I, like I said maybe it's because we we weren't familiar with the rules and maybe if we played a whole bunch we'd get more familiar but it was like okay <laughs> it took an hour to set up an, like an hour and oh, a half yeah. to figure out what the hell the rules were <laughs> and then like four hours to play yeah and I think Pers- that wasn't in the full. I don't yeah, that and that was like the, the simple version. Oh, that was the version without the happiness. Rules. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you if you're familiar, anyone who's familiar with Civilization, the computer game, you also have to worry about in the computer game. You have to worry about the happiness of your population, which yeah. they have in the board game as well. But you don't have to do it because there's like a simplified version and there's the advanced version, which has happiness and suddenly you have to worry about happiness. And it's just like they're really tried hard to recreate the computer game in a big box board game for you to enjoy. And to me, it eventually seemed like one of those things that you have a table that you set this up on. Yeah. And you turn it into a campaign. Kind of like Risk, where oh, yeah. hardcore players will set up Risk, set it down, and then play once or twice a week to kind of resolve everything in the Risk board. Yeah, yeah. so, um, looking on Board Game Geek, uh-huh. uh, for how many plastic pieces that you have is 784. And that's that's uh, that's all of them in total. That's the armies, uh, settlers, wow. barbarians, city. Nice. So it has a lot of little stuff that can go. Missing. Yeah. Oh, the official size of the game board itself was <laughs> the for the American for the American folks is right. forty six inches by thirty six inches. Okay, so. So thirty six inches is about a y- is a yard forty. So yeah. it's more than a yard. So it's like yeah, three f- yeah 46. three feet. So it's wow. three foot 
three foot ten inches on one side by three feet. So it's actually bigger than a meter by it's almost it's so it's probably like a meter one point two meters by one meter ish. Yeah. I mean, give or take. I'm not gonna do the math, but whatever. (laughs) It's it's a massive yeah, it's bigger than what I thought it was. Yeah. If I can remember correctly, when we uh, actually tried to put the game away, it, it, we couldn't really put it back in the box it came in. Uh, we did, but it took a lot of finagling. Yeah. Because there were 700 pieces to put back. Yeah. And a lot... Well, what we ended up doing was we had a lot of sandwich baggies. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, to separate all I the think that was the game that prompted me to buy a package of zip top bags to organize and put pieces into so that they weren't just going to be everywhere and you didn't have to spend 30 minutes sorting them out at the beginning of the game. Yeah. 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 I think our, even our first test game that we played it when we just learned the rules, we barely got right. past the ancient civilization. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing ancient too, era. right? Because, yeah. Again, it's trying to replicate the PC games. You start in oh, one yeah. era, and then you evolve into the next era, and the next yep. era, and the next era. Yep. And you could probably be playing the same game for months at a time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you have to really be a hardcore Civilization fan, because otherwise you're yeah. going to be spending $60 on a game that's just going to get played once and yeah. packed up. Yeah. I would imagine if you're dedicated to the game, you could, if you know the rules well enough, you can probably play the game within a day. Or at least find uh, get to the finishing line. Mm. <laughs> a day meaning 12 or more hours. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a day game where that's including... Have a like a lunch or a dinner break as well. Right. What else does Board Game Geek have on that? Because I feel like I feel like I should pull that out just for fun. Let's see what okay. else is on. Like, what other factoids are in there that we don't right. really miss? So, it weighed probably what four four uh, kilos. No, it was heavy. See. Let me let me see if it actually has box. Uh, I don't. <laughs> just for fun. I'm, I'm looking it up now. Just for fun. Yeah. So I know it. It's, it's, each player civilization explore the world around oh, discovering resources and native people that defend them. We had the 2002 version. Wow, it's $70. Yeah. Yep. $70 used, and it's 123 new. Yeah. Man, I should, like, find my copy and... Oh, yeah. Sell it. Holy hell. Uh-huh. Uh, they even made like new updated <laughs> versions. That Builds are unique wonders of the world. Yep. Wow! Oh, for, there are three hundred and sixty-four people on Board Game Geek that will trade. Oh, cool! There's an unboxing video too. Wow, you should check that. I will put that in the thing. Oh yeah, I see it. Yeah. Oh god, they also fans also like diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody likes diplomacy. Well, I have a copy well, of Diplomacy that I've never uh, that I haven't been able to play. Yeah, it takes a bit. <laughs> Diplomacy is not a big box game, but it's a long no, 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 game. No, no, no. Yes, yeah. it's a long game because everybody basically takes turns 
writing down what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, you, like Risk, you set up your armies, and then there's a break period where you discuss with other players. Well, you tell other players what you want them to hear. Like, oh, no, no I promise. Yeah. I won't attack you. I'll attack Fred. Yeah. If you don't attack me here, and then you write down what you're actually going to do, and then in a perfect world, you have a unbiased third party that says, okay, Jim is doing blah, Raspather is yeah. doing blah, yep. and Fred is doing blah, and then hopefully you keep to your word, because there's nothing stopping you from attacking each other right off the bat, even though you oh, just yeah. had like a handshake treaty. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's diplomacy in a nutshell, and apparently yeah. it's like, apparently it has caused the destruction of friendships. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 784, yeah, right, so back to civilization, 784 plastic pieces, 22 yeah. different professionally sculpted playing pieces that represent cities, settlers, armies, and yeah. naives, artillery, oh my god. Yes. Over a so. hundred full color technology and wonder cards. The other, that's the th the one thing that kind of annoyed me was there's no Chichen Itza. Oh, okay. Like yeah, the I remember Chichen, with it, yeah, yeah. Like the Chichen Itza in Civ Four was like the one thing that like made everyone permanently happy. <laughs> that just breaks the game. Yeah, well, it only breaks the, the happiness part. Like, you know, who cares? But, well, the thing, okay, the thing is, you have to be the first one to get the Chichen Itza, right? Yeah. If Fred gets the Chichen Itza first, well, then they screwed everybody else over. But maybe that's not your goal. <laughs> you know, maybe sure. you'd rather just destroy him, you know, because he's spending all his time trying to get that thing. And you could be, like, walking over him with your armies. So, I don't know. I don't think it's game-breaking. Okay. I don't know. That's just me. So, what else do we have? What other big box games do we have? You you mentioned your at the play. time At the time of this recording. Yeah. It is planned for me to, in about three weeks, to go play a big box game called Twilight in Curia. Hmm. Uh, that game is the, uh, we're playing the fourth edition, which is the new one that just came out a few months, well, I think almost uh, a year now. Let's, let's, it should be about a year since it released. So I think pull, it released last summer. Let's pull up some fun facts about Twilight Imperium. Actually, we're probably using... Third edition, fourth edition? This is fourth edition, right? This is for, yeah, this is uh, fourth edition wow. Twilight. Oh, it came out 2017. Oh, I'm sorry. It came out of... Two years back. No, there's 2017, fourth edition. Yeah. While well, yeah, I'm yeah. playing it this year, which oh, is 2019, yeah, so it's been out right. two years. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, yes. Twilight Imperium, the original, 1997. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is another big freaking game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you said, I think you said you've allotted like a whole yeah, we're allotting, 12 hours time yeah. slot for this. Well, as it were wow. 12 hour time slot, I, 
the person who has who has it doesn't believe it's gonna be that long, but right. at least it gives us time to have a lunch break or a dinner break when necessary. Right. Twilight Imperium, fourth edition, is a game of galactic conquest in which three to six players take on the role of one of seventeen factions vying for galactic domination through military might, political maneuvering, and economic bargaining. Yep. Every faction offers a completely different play experience from wormhole hopping ghosts of Kreuz to the Emirates of Hakan, masters of trade and economics. 17 races, many paths of victory. Only one may sit upon the throne of Mechatol Rex as the new masters of the galaxy. Oh man, that's yep. all, that sounds exciting, except that. Wow, 90 euros. Jesus. Yep. $106 on Amazon. Yep. Holy hell. It's an expensive game. Yeah. But there's three hundred and four plastic pieces. <laughs> Not as much as the civilization. the civilization we just talked about. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh there's uh looks like over <laughs> over two hundred cards. Half a million tokens. Yeah, I was gonna say there's like cards and half a million tokens and Yeah. Oof. Oh yeah. Well, so, well obviously there's seventeen races, so that's yeah, kinda cool. It, yeah, easily seven hundred <sighs> The artwork is really nice. Oh yeah, it is a pretty game. Man, that's Oh yeah, and if I can remember correctly, the there is a hardbound instruction manual for the game. <laughs> of course, there inside is. the box. Oh God! For the fourth edition copy. Wow! It's it's the size of the player's handbook. The player's handbook yeah. for D and D. Well, uh, for D and D, yes. This board game comes oh. with a player handbook size D and D player's handbook <laughs> inside the box, and that's the rules <sighs> for the game itself. Wow. I think Cthulhu Wars has that too. Or at least they added well, no, Cthulhu, that. Well, Cthulhu Wars, if I can remember, look at they don't. it doesn't have as many pieces. No, 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 you're right. There's not as many pieces. There's... Yeah, what? we played over like around two of that. Four, five, six, seven. But Cthulhu Wars There are 17-ish pieces per faction. Yeah. Well, Cthulhu Wars beats... Everything else out for the largest piece mm. of units you get to play on the Absolutely. Board. Absolutely. Because they're like I get they uh, hell they have they're like they have. Aren't they like twelve like the biggest one, like twelve inches tall? Almost, so almost that tall? The great old ones range from twenty millimeters to hundred and eighty millimeters. So Cthulhu himself is probably the hundred and eighty. But yeah, he's massive. Oh, they're heavy too. It's like a block of solid resin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cthulhu Wars was another another interesting one. Um, out of the box, it's two to four players. Yeah. The map that's included is five players, but you can add factions, and there are additional maps up to eight players. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Um, so I actually did the Kickstarter for what, Onslaught 2? So it's kind of like there were two two printings of it in the Kickstarter or two kickstarted mm-hmm. versions. I think I was part of the second one. 
Yeah, that one was really complicated though because every faction has it had its own strategies. They had their own strategies and also ways to upgrade <laughs> yeah. your powers. And that was basically part of the strategy too was the king in yellow was a perfect example of that. It's, oh, don't mind me. My cultists are just over here hanging out, minding their own business. <laughs> the the other f- four of you, whatever, however many players are against you, you know, you do your thing. You can fight against yourselves all you <laughs> want. And then all of a sudden, like, by the time, like, the 15th cultist or something, like, gets sacrificed, then ha, ta-da! It's hash. <laughs> You know, he who shall not be named. Because, you know, we don't say the name of Ha. <laughs> no. No. No, we do no. not. Not whatsoever. No. No, 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 no. Wow. Wow, everybody's selling their copies. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so why don't we take a, a short break? All right, um, then. And then we'll That's come back and idea. keep going on with some more Cthulhu words, I think. All right, perfect. All righty, we're back, and I think we're just going to keep talking. How's that sound? <laughs> so yes. we left off. We started talking about Cthulhu Wars, which is a... Yes, we have. <laughs> it's both a big box game in the fact that it has a big box, and it includes expansions. How many, you yes. say? Uh, well, there's a lot. <laughs> I'm ah. just going through them. So there's the base game, there's the Azathoth expansion, Opener of the Way expansion, Sleeper expansion, Windwalker expansion, High Priest expansion, 6 to 8 player Earth map, Great Old One Pack 1, Yagoth map expansion, Dreamlands map expansion, Hound of Tindalos, Chocho, Ancients, Primeval Earth map, Great Old One Pack 3, Great Old One Pack 2, Terrors pack... Dreamlands Underworld Monster Pack, Dreamlands Surface Monster Pack, Library Kaleno Map, Great Old One Pack. Like, it just keeps freaking. Masks of Narlathotep wow. just got released, apparently. Ramsey Campbell Horrors Pack, Beyond Space and Time, Dire Azathoth, Onslaught 3, Stretch Gold Box. I guess the Stretch Gold Box. Uh, okay, that's Onslaught 3, so that'd be the third Kickstarter release expansion. Ramsey Campbell Horrors Pack 2, the Shagai, or Shagai, yeah, Shagai, map expansion, 6-8 player map, uh, Astral Acolyte, Nodens, Dire Cthulhu, Brown Jenkins, yeah, it's just like, the list just keeps going and going yeah. and going. Um, and yeah, like like we said earlier, they're, the figures themselves are huge. The box itself is pretty big. It has four factions. King in yellow slash Hachu, um, Narlathotep, Cthulhu, and the dark... Oh, God. What's her name? It's killing me. The black goat. Okay. Yes. I don't remember what her official name is, but the black goat. Well, they also call her the black goat. So that's like just in the core set. And then obviously you can add like a hundred other freaking factions oh, and yeah. maps. Um, I think as part of the Kickstarter, I have a lot of that. The core set does only have paper rulebook, but there are 
hardbound copies available as well. In fact, I have them, which why I got confused. Yeah, they it was part of like on slot to stretch goals or something like that. Oh, okay. um, wow! Somewhere do they, people really went to town and painted the hell out of these things? Yeah, I noticed those uh, as well. Nice, they look amazing. Yeah, look at that king in yellow. That's great. So, like, some of the Kickstarter goals included plastic gates instead of just the the token oh, gates. The cardboard, yeah. Um, I also got the glowing great old ones. So, like, I have a complete second set of great old ones that's supposed to oh, supposedly glow in the dark. <laughs> Damn. Like, oh, I have a Tupperware bin dedicated to. The main box plus the expansion box, two expansion boxes, the rules, and then I have a whole different bin just to have all the extra pieces that they gave me. Damn. Because it was like, oh, here's the six to eight player map. Oh, and six more pounds of figures. It's nightmarish. Um, And again, it takes a lot of strategy. Every person that's playing the game really should have time with the book. So that they can learn the rules to the game and they can come up with strategies because you can't just pick up the game and play it. And I think that's the problem with these big box games is that they're time to study. Yeah, they're not, they're absolutely not for the casual gamer. They're for people that are looking for something to do and are, and are really fans of the um the, the topic i don't know which there's a word for it and i can't think of it um fan of the genre yeah that's a good one they're fans of the genre there's another one kind of like that it was like a monster game not monster hunter oh what the heck's it called um but there's a whole bunch of these things and again they're just and they're pricey too like this is selling 200 something on amazon uh-huh. <laughs> 200 bucks Oh, it comes with a baggie, so you can carry all the minis, which is... okay. That's good. No, it's not. The fabric is decent, but it's... I would only carry tokens in it. (laughs) Like, the tokens Ah. and cards in it, because the minis are so heavy. Jeez. Yeah, so Narlathotep is one piece. It's it's a massive... That's another one of those ones that's like, it fit in the box when they packed it up, and you never get it back in the box again. (laughs) Oh, Okay. (laughs) Right? It's like, yeah, okay, fine. There are places for all of the great old ones, you know, all the gods, but everything else is kind of like stuff's in there at some point. Yeah, I like this. Compared to a standard American sized toilet paper roll, there are the Black Goat, Hachu, and Narlathotep are about as high as that, and Cthulhu adds an extra, like, three inches. There's a picture in here on Board Game Geek where it shows the Cthulhu Wash box compared to the Ogre Designer's Edition box, and the oh, Ogre yeah, box is twice yeah. as, It's got twice the volume to it. Like, holy heck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that one has, like, all... What makes it that, that one big? Because it has all the minis. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Ogre, because Ogre, the game, is tiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all, the, all the pieces are, like, little cardboard or paper figures. Uh, no, they have they have metal well, money. Well, the, the original. Well the, well, the edition I had was just, oh, like, really? a, it was, like, a, it was in a box that size of oh, a uh, see, VHS, uh, VHS box. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ogre is a what tank? Would you call it a tank game? Yeah. Kind oh of. well, it's it's a war. It's a future warfare game. Yeah. I bought a pack of minis, and it came in like a. You're right, a VHF size bot or VHS size mm-hmm. box, but mine had little metal minis. Oh. Oh my god, Steve Jackson games. Wow, I haven't heard that. It's funny, actually, I was thinking about that when we were discussing what to dis- to talk about tonight. I actually oh, yeah. brought up Steve. I was like thinking Steve Jackson. I'm like, for some reason, I don't remember why. Um, but yeah, so like, what do you think is the appeal about these big box games? Because we've kind of covered a couple, and so far we've talked about all the downsides, right? Like, they're massive. They're massive. They're massive. They take forever to play. They're expensive. That's another thing. Like, why would somebody want to spend four hundred dollars on on a board game like well, Cthulhu Wars? I think it's the enjoyment of playing something that has has crunch mm. to it. Because there's some games out there. Yeah, playing small light games are good, quick, easy, fun. Right. There's people out there who just want to play something that's because all these something all the thing come with all these big box games mm-hmm. is they have deep strategies, very mm. deep strategies. Yeah, I'll give you that. They're not easy to play, but once you know how they play, it's all about how to get to your end goal without hmm. your opponent getting to their end goal. Right. I guess I could see that. It's more about the strategy and challenge. Of it, I would imagine most people. Well, and I guess there's also something to say about the fan base too, right? Oh yeah, enjoying the the game that it represents, such as for Civilization to enjoy that type of genre, <laughs> or Cthulhu Wars oh, no. enjoy the playing uh, playing as your favorite old ones, right? Instead of being yeah, terrified investigators trying to investigate. <laughs> That thing. Hey, and, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember Descent? <laughs> that oh, was another one. Yes, yes. actually, uh, Descent <laughs> oh and Mansions of Madness. That's what. Yeah, those are other two different type of big box games that are big God box games damn. that are story based mm. uh, type of games where there's uh, they play about three to six players and. Those type of games where one player is actually the plays all the enemies, mm-hmm. and the other players actually play either heroes or investigators. <laughs> that That's sounds actually, like fun. yeah. Th- those are the quote unquote RPG board because wow. you have like a GM and right. you have your players. Well, because it looks like Des- Descent actually had like wall tiles. You could build like a three dimensional map. And I don't remember if that's because you had to buy the 3D dungeon or if it came with the 3D dungeon. I think you had to buy the 3D dungeon. Okay. Because I think the base set just came with the map piece. It was a 3D dungeon, but it was a cardboard cutout of a 3D dungeon. Yeah. And then you could buy the tile. Oh, my God. That's, that was another thing, right? Was that they had clay or heavy resin tiles 3D dungeon that like were came pre-painted. <laughs> But they came in massive boxes, and I guess you could do stuff like that to add things. I like the idea of Cthulhu Wars, um, mostly because I'm a Call of Cthulhu fan. Yeah. But there's no way, no way that I would probably go back to playing Cthulhu Wars, because it was too much. 
<laughs> it was way too much. I don't know enough people that are that into the game to study it the way it really needs to be studied. I mean, I can see yeah. people doing it. It's just, I just time. Well, it's, it's a time it's, issue it, for me. It, it's it's a worth it's a worth the play if if you know someone who owns a copy of the game. As we said before, the, the big issue with the big box games is they take too long. That well. They take a long time. I don't want to say too long. Yeah, I'm too- like, it, that's a bad word. For, that's a bad way to say it. They just right. take a long time to play. But the thing is, for anyone who plays regular tabletop RPGs, it's like, yeah, playing a few hours. And some people out there who have been known to play 13-hour role-playing sessions. Well, one of the players in your D&D game does that. In fact, they're actually working on it right now. Oh, jeez. They they actually don't start until nine o'clock, maybe, and then they'll go to like three or four in the morning if they stop. <laughs> but if they stop. it's like why, why, no? Like, I, I done all nighters before. Yeah, I have done all nighters as well, but I don't think I could do an all nighter anymore just because I usually have too many things that need to happen. <laughs> Real life. Yeah, I have too much adulting to do. Adulting, <laughs> yes. Uh, the problem is um, being an adult, even though we're both adults. But anyway. Yeah, sorry. Um, I think it'd be kind of fun to hear what other people think about big oh, box yes. games. Like, do you play big box games? Uh, do you have a favorite? And what about miniatures in general? Like, and I don't mean war game miniatures. I just mean... Like collectible miniatures games like Descent and that other one that I can't freaking think of. <laughs> um, it was massively popular. It was like Monster something. I'll have to look it up. If I figure it out what it is before we publish this, oh, yeah. I'll throw it in the show notes. So how can they get in touch with us? Well, I know they can get in touch with us through our anchor page. Uh-huh. That we, uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. And you—that's a great way to tell us your favorite big box game, or even anything else. Yes. Um, if you don't want us to hear your uh, your lovely voice, uh, message us on Mastodon. Yep. The info for our social media is on letthedicerole.com. Uh, what else is on there? Oh, well, you can also send us an email now. We are letthedicerole at protonmail.com. Oh, we have an email now. We I do have that. an email. Yes. Well, it will. The email will get forwarded to both of us. So, oh, ha. Okay. Huzzah! How's that for something cool? So yeah, there you go. Oh, please leave us a five star review on Apple iTunes. Oh yes. Or wherever you listen to this podcast, that could really help us go up on in the ranks, and will get us more listeners. Generally speaking, I could care less what you say. If you say something funny, <laughs> make us laugh, even better, we will call you out on it. Unless you explicitly say, please don't, in which case we won't. We're not that much of a dick. Or I'm not that big of a dick. And Raspither, he just, he'll, you know, he's Raspither. So. Yes. Alrighty, folks, I think that'll wrap up this episode. Oh, uh, yes. We'll, we'll see you next week. Everyone have a good time. Cheers.